So, all right, how's that work? Do we got to start over? Not really. I mean, I still got it on the SD card. That's recording. So, I can just take it from there later. Clutch. We'll see. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. Should we play the intro again anyway? Yeah, it'd be funny. Fuck it. So, um, what are your favorite? Yeah, what's up? Damn it, I forgot to open my... I already opened my drink. <laughs> I'll open a second beer. Damn, Damn Thomas with the save. Let's go! Yo, what's up? Moped Money Podcast, episode 96. Oh, I was going to say 100. Oh, yeah. 100. <laughs> oh, no. Almost. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> Noah, and his, uh, the, he who shall not be named, his bike was fucking pretty hard yesterday. Oh, dude. He's been going not through yesterday, some but dilemmas, was it? dude. Oh, so we did a ride. That happened. We were at Mopeds this week. Did you guys ride Mopeds this week? No? You fucking blew it. We usually blow it, but <laughs> yeah, we didn't we this week. Yeah, we rode. We had a good ride. Yeah, I had a good ride today. What day was it? Man, it was random. Was it a Tuesday? Yeah, we just threw some shit together. I don't know. Our boy, thou thou should not be named. Just finished a damn Magnum. Just finished a damn Magnum. That damn old Magnum man. Look, two hundred dollar Magnum man. Shit, I scooped two hundred dollars all day. I don't know what you guys paying nine hundred dollars for a Magnum for. They're everywhere. Two hundred dollars. Look, I had ten of these two hundred dollar Magnums. Yeah, you got a two hundred dollar Magnum, but you put like. $800 $800 into it, so now it's not a $200 Magnum. I mean, you can do it. You can buy a $500 anything and put $800 in it. Yeah, that sounds like a moped. Yeah, welcome to the world. <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he got that Magnum. He's like, dude, this is the best Magnum. Ever. This is the best one I've ever built. Best E50 I've ever built. Ever built. He's like, ever. ripping. It feels sick. It feels sick. Like, fucking had a, had the damn jammer clutch, but forgot to put the, forgot to soak it first. He's like, damn, this thing's ripping, dude. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And then like, he's like, dude, I don't know what's going on with it. I'm like, yeah, like, he's like, this clutch sucks. I thought it was going to be sweet. I'm like, did you soak the clutch? He's like, nah. Dude, they do suck. I like them. I'm almost I'm sweet. I love mine. My jammer was uh, killing it. I still got to make it. It's vintage. terrible. Don't buy anything from Treatland. <laughs> You'll never get it. I still got a hammer, too. I got the first gen. The old school shit. I'm still rocking the 1977 Super Clutch. Are you? No, On the shelf. Yeah, nobody will buy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, in, in the bike, you're riding it? Brand new, old stock, 77 Dude, was, Super Clutch, hanging out on the fucking bench. I was eyeballing shit of that new KTM clutch that they had on yeah, trades for, for Fook, and I was like, because I watch all the Euro dudes. They sold out of some of the shit, because I thought the, about ordering it. All the Euro dudes are rocking that KTM shit, all the racer ones, you know? You check out fucking uh, MoFa work, and there's other couple sites, you know, those, those are those dudes are rocking, I'm like... Is it the truth? I've seen some videos. They're pretty light. And the KTM clutch, you can buy like the El Cheapo version, the Kickstart version and shit online for like 20 bucks. Like I've never ridden one, so I don't know. But yeah, that treat setup was like, it was like 500 bucks. So it's like, that's where you're like, hmm. It's a lot of coin. Hmm. Don't want to go that deep down the rabbit hole for the clutch tech. Pay when rent. You, yeah. When you can get a jammer out the box. Make brand the truck new. payment. For like 125 yeah bang for the buck the, the the jammer clutch is pretty good and it's easy to set up it's easy to work on which is really good when it already get, fits in your in your setup when you get one brand new out the box what do you do what are the steps i mean if you got big bucks you just fucking go hard but if you're like me and you got 10 mopeds to fucking put a jammer clutch in then you're like mm, nah yeah but what are the steps that when you when you receive it for those who've never bought one 
First, you pay the PayPal bill. <laughs> or you uh, put it on PayPal credit, let that sit. Yeah, let it chill. I mean, I usually just like leave it on the shelf for a couple weeks until people come over and see it, and then we can talk about it. That's my first step. <laughs> like, oh, you got a jammer clutch? Oh, yeah, dude. Check this shit out. It comes with three sets of springs, man, that you don't know what they are because they're not <laughs> fucking color-coded. Yeah, that's kind of weird. You gotta just feel. You gotta feel about for think, the tension. You I gotta think, gotta look at the the, the stiffness. I me- measure them. See how long they are. Yeah. See, that's what I was gonna say. I didn't look at them good enough, but I think Noah was saying that they're different lengths, yeah, or some, something. Something like that. I don't fucking remember. I don't. For know. I sure. feel like they're. I mean, I think that they're the they're like the most noticeable differences. There's one set of springs that's a little bit thicker than the rest, and so I just put that in, and it mm-hmm. seems fine. Um, I typically don't put any of those in there. I like buy some damn Hobbit red springs. Yeah, that, that's probably what I should do. Some reds, and I throw those in that bitch. I've got some old Rogue Springs from in really. I wonder if they'll work. That motherfucker slips, dude. You get you get all. The Is that the same thing where it cut your clutch bell in half? Oh yeah. For those who don't know about that episode, uh, I I once had a Gila with. The red. I won't have <laughs> a gila. Nah, people don't like us singing anymore. They're over it. <laughs> Done cut the clutch bell in half. So I once had a goddamn gila kit on my maxi. I loaned it. It was on a magnum, and then I put it on, on maxi. Maxi, I, I loaned it. I loaned that bitch out of the rally, and it was making god awful noises. And I was like, hmm. Sound like a Tomos? I'm like, no, way worse, dude. I was like, it still runs? Just ride it, dude. Don't worry about it. Like, ride it till it breaks down, and uh, we'll, t- we'll worry about that later. Yeah, not your problem. Yeah, I was like, you're, you're just riding a loaner, dude. I know it sounds like shit, but it's still ripping, dude. Go for it. I knew it sounded bad, but it wasn't. there was no time to like go into the bike pre-rally. So, like, sounded bad is probably an understatement, because when you looked at the carnage of it... I it mean, sounded it- horrible... Until it fully engaged. Once it engaged, it, everything felt normal as you were riding. And it, it just like off the line, it sounded real rattly. Like, like it literally sounded like a can of spray paint shaking around inside of the E50. And I was like, it still feels good. And once you get up to speed, it's completely fine. Like nothing feels weird. Like it does everything it's supposed to do. Just off the line, rattle sounds and it, and it sounds horrible. And I was like, fuck it, dude. Just ride it. I'll worry about it later. He made it through the whole rally on the bike. So, I mean, how, they, they like trimmed the whole front side, side of the clutch belt completely off. So, so the pre- starter. So, yeah. So pretty much what happened is that was it. It was like, I probably ran out of fluid. That was probably the number one issue. Running really tight clutch springs. Shimming could have been off in the bell, which made it cockeyed. Something. Possibly. Man. Maybe. It's just a theory. But like. I think I just didn't have any fluid because like it already gets hot. Your bell gets hot. So I'm seeing like bells with the, with the heat scoring where the clutch is. And that's pretty much what's going on. Like How to turn your jammer clutch <laughs> into a uh, cutting torch. Yeah. It was like, got real hot in there. These clutch springs are super tight. So they're kicking out mad late. So you're already slipping and you're burning the, the fucking shit, shit. The bell's getting hot. And essentially it just kept heating the bell, heating the bell, heating the bell, heating the bell. Until the bell split into two pieces. And then the big C clip in the that holds the clutch together. If you've never seen an E50 clutch, it's a, a clutch bell with the clutch inside. And there's a If you've never seen an E50 clutch, yeah. you're listening to the wrong podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a starter plate on top of that, and then there's a big C clip that holds the whole basket together. So I pretty much cut the bell in half. So now there's two pieces of clutch bell. 
and the starter plate and C-clip are holding on the front half. And my clutch just proceeded to open wider and wider so that it could, like, grab both halves of the clutch bell. I mean, like, hook your dryer up to the most electricity you can find, turn it on high, and throw an entire <laughs> fucking moped in it, and that's what it sounded like. It sounded real bad. But when, you finally, when I finally opened it up, the clutch had expanded so much that there was a groove... Like oh yeah, there was a, there was a there was a, a where high... the two pieces weren't technically connected anymore, but they were still in the housing of the clutch. Yeah, we're just wearing down. And so and when the clutch engaged, that little gap where the clutches weren't connecting to anything just wasn't getting worn down at all. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So it's like two pieces, two ha- like so. If you look at the EVD clutch pads, like the two sides are worn all the way down. And then there's just this piece in the middle sticking out. I mean, back in the day, we would pay good money for a clutch that had racing <laughs> sips in it like that. I mean, your your shit just does it automatically. Dude, the clutch springs, these are Hobbit red springs. If anyone's seen them, they're small, they're tiny, they're real tight. They're, they're hobbit like. Yeah, they're hobbit like. They're teeny. Like, they got furry feet and everything. Bad joke. <laughs> Yeah, I hit that cricket right there. That was a bad one. <laughs> but dude, like... No, I thought yours was good because you followed it up with something that made sense. And <laughs> that should have been a little earlier. No, You're just no, late I, on it. I was just bad. I was just bad. Um, but yeah, like you open it up and those clutch rings were at least, I'd say, two inches long. They were spread all the way the fuck out. And D- every... Fully dilated clutch oh, springs. Yeah, fully dilated. Way out there. And everything inside of it was completely black. Like, I'm going to hang on that fully dying <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> I'm sure that doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense, but it's kind of funny. I don't know. That bike, that bike was high as hell. That shit was fucking out there. Stoner ass maxi. Dude. It so was bad. I had the same thing when Josh took my maxi. Not the same thing. So didn't, not the same thing, but the loan your bike out, ride it till it explodes. Fuck it. It hadn't exploded yet. Still running. And so it turned out to be it was missing like about half the teeth on the main gear. A lot of teeth. I remember Not that. quite. It was probably like three, you know, one quarter of the teeth. Let's say one quarter. And he would be fine. And then he'd be like, oh, this thing is like acting crazy. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, we're in a rally in our hometown. You'll figure it out. And then he's like, I see him come up beside me. He's like, whap, ha, 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 ha. But once he got off the speed and cruising, it was like, it wasn't too bad, you know? Like, I didn't... I was like, oh, it must be fine. And then finally he made it on the breakdown bus. I guess it stripped enough of him out where it wouldn't run or he came to a stoplight and couldn't get going or something. And I pulled it apart and I was like, holy fuck, man. I didn't think it was going to be this. <laughs> like, I figured something was fucked up in there, but not like shoot a quarter of the main gear completely off, like flat nubs, almost smooth. Yeah. He was riding this shit like that for a minute. Like, that situation is one of those, like... Uh, shims matter conversations you gotta have with people like you know, Jason all shims matter <laughs> E50 the, these shims definitely matter um, don't just guess about it I guessed a few times and what ends up happening is you I don't think it affects the starter plate too bad in my experience I know some people say it might but um, it for me it always kicks the damn uh, big ass circ- the big retaining ring kicks it out if it's not shim properly like that movement mm-hmm. we'll, we'll spit that fucking ring out and you end up chewing that up dude i opened one once and the big c-clip had came out and it was back into the main gear and i fished it out and it was completely whole like it just happened like 
it didn't like destroy itself and the rest of the motor with it. Lucky. Lucky shit. Like that one dude's bike I did that uh, when I rolled it, it sounded like a gremlin was in it. Oh, yeah. I pulled his motor apart and like the bearings, all the, every, cause it had no oil in it either. None. Yeah. He'd been riding it for only, God only knows how long. Every, like every single bearing in the bike had flat bearings in it. Like one side <laughs> of a few bearings were literally flat. It's yeah. like, holy fuck, man. And I probably got one or two flat bearings in my headset on the Cobra and I, and I feel it. Yeah. Like when you turn the bars, you feel the, the spot where it clicks over. So I can only imagine what that's like. I think the thing that all the gets bearings. neglected of those is like the headsets, there's like a little bit of movement and the damn thing split. And that's where I always fuck up. It's like, I don't know how to keep it from doing that or if I'm doing something wrong, installed incorrectly. Gotta keep them tight, man. I don't look at the manual for that. I'm just like slap it together. I'm like, eh, keep the bubble tight, right? keep them lubed. That's tight the is right, man. Well, that's also the other thing when it comes to those. Like, who, There's a right way to do it. There is, but also... When was the last like rando you seen like open their headset and put fresh grease in there? Like you can hit the crickets now if you'd like. Never, None. Never. Not like, gonna happen. Yeah. It's like they just ride. When it. I first got started, I would do it. Yeah. But I didn't like open it up. I would just, just try to like crack force it, crack it enough to get to get up in there. Force grease in there. You know, like <laughs> just like hopes. I just loosen it enough where you can like pull it down, stuff from grease in the hole, but lift it up, pull, shove some in there. If I remember correctly, by the time I did that, I was doing it because it was already. <laughs> oh fucked. yeah, because it's already fucked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, let's smooth this thing out so I can sell this piece of shit. Somebody else can put bearings in it. <laughs> so speaking of selling bikes, we can go back to how we first started the podcast. Thomas doing a little deep sea fishing. Big, big fish. <laughs> Big fish. Looking for that big pond, fish. A little pond. And that little pond. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I was looking on uh, on websites, and I'm not going to name any, any specifically, but like poking around. eBay. eBay. No, no, not there. Like moped work, moped places that sell bikes, you know, whether it's a small shop or big shop, and you're like, everything's 1500 bucks, And some of them are 1500 bucks not running. So yeah. this one's built and ready to go for $1,800. That's weird, man. It depends where you're at, dude. Like... Like New York gets those crazy prices, California gets those crazy prices. I don't, I don't see how, but that's just because of where we live. Like mopeds are so, like, I think they're getting those crazy markets. prices once in a while. I don't know, man. I think they're selling them like that. So, like, yeah. So, like, I feel stupid listing list listing the bike for that sort of money. But what do you got into it? I mean, not including some odds and ends. The the parts list came up to seven hundred and seventy seven dollars. No treats discount, no. So around you know eight hundred bucks to ish. I think that might even be the including the purchase price of the bike. It's like eight hundred bucks, not including labor. Maybe nine hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's like even to sell it for that, it's going to be a tough sell. Yeah. And then you just kind of unless eat, you find something that's like, oh man, eating it on your labor. That bike was stolen from me twenty years ago. <laughs> it had different levers and a different. It had to. Mine was missing a fender. That's the thing with mopeds, man. They all look alike. Yeah, they all look the same. <laughs> oh, got... oh, you had a maxi with a with with a long seat. Oh, it's <laughs> got to be this one, man. I bet. Jared, I, get out of here. I went down that rabbit hole of like trying to like chase down the uh, the TX fifty we got stolen from the garage. Like, oh, I, I, I bought that and resold it. I once freaking we bought what was it? Uh, my homie uh, Josh Gill from Black Black, former former uh, puddle cutter. Uh, Pedal cutter, uh, goddamn, no, puddle. Pedal's a bicycle shit. Pedal cutter, but now he's black, black. 
and he sent me money. Send me the money. To go to Fredericksburg. He's like, dude, there's a TX-50 down the road. I want to get it for my kids. Like, this is like before it. we had really even seen him, like, yeah, talking about it. This is old, you know. This is a while back. This is when we had the, the garage in the junkyard. And I drove to Fredericksburg, and I pick up this bike. Great little bike. Ran. Cheap little 50. All right, cool. Brought it back to Richmond. I'm like, all right, we're going to stash it in the corner. I'm just going to sit on it for a while for my boy. You know, I didn't charge him anything for gas. I was like, yeah, just give me the money for the bike, dude. I'll go get it for you. I don't care. You know, took you know an hour and a half out of my time to go at the junkyard, stash in the corner, and like you, it, the place looked pretty secure. Yeah, it looked secure. Like we had we had a bay door, we had locks, we all had keys. Where there's a will, there's a way. Apparently, yeah. And some some somebody came kicking in through the other wall, climbed over the wall. They tried to break into Thomas's uh, drink machine. With like a blowtorch and like pliers, they tried to cut my YZ eighty. My I was YZ just happy they lock. put the fire out. Oh yeah. When you think about it, they used the fire extinguisher. You came in the fire extinguisher, like dust was everywhere. Yeah, somebody had like lit the fucking soda machine. No, it was a like the a snack machine. They melted a hole through the, like the window, like where you can like choose your snacks to try to reach the money box. There's no money in it yeah. though. Like wrong wrong spot, buddy. Yeah, yeah. This isn't the mall. Yeah. Watching and, uh, a YouTube video or something. Then they like had a hammer and fucked the soda machine up, like beat the hell out of everything. I don't even think I could even get in it yeah. when I got rid of it. I think I ended up just scrapping it. Damn, that sucks. Whatever. I wasn't spot man. I don't I know. Broke about, even on I don't know sure. about you guys out there in the podcast world. I don't know what your moped garage, moped hangout spots like. But uh, if you don't got a snack machine with the window so you can see the snacks, you know that thing it, was pretty clutch. And it doesn't have fucking smokes. And spark plugs. I had Lucy's in there. And toilet paper. Like, you know, just, en- just enough toilet paper to wipe your ass one time. You know? It was a pretty decent amount. <laughs> it was only like a quarter or something. Yeah. All the things in the, in the machine. Because nobody yeah. wanted to buy toilet paper for the bathroom ever. Yeah, she was funny. And so I put, uh, I like, bought a couple of rolls and some like nice shit tickets. The good hefty, heavy duty stuff, that Charmin triple ply. <laughs> Fucking just rolled it up, stuck it in uh uh, I rolled it up around like a piece of cardboard, like some clean cardboard, and then uh, stuck it in a Ziploc bag, stuck it in there for like 25 cents or 50 cents, and I had spark plugs and fuel line, uh, actual snacks, which were handy. Yeah, yeah. Never knew we needed a little snack when you're wrenching. What else was in there that was worth worth having? Wet wipes, man. Those were good. Yeah. I had a couple things. Yeah, not much. But yeah, man, they broke into that bitch. The, uh, and the soda machine was so good. They had the fucking the table saw out like they were gonna try to cut through a kryptonite lock with a table saw like i don't think they tried it but that would have been a bad move they had your like grinder out trying to cut the locks on your shit because you had your dirt bike you just gotten locked to a moped locked to a piece of shit bike locked to something else locked to something else locked to something else i don't know about you guys what when it came time to really lock some shit up in the hood dude we, I brought out the heavy duties, dude. Because we had thought somebody had been everywhere. in there. Because somebody had been in there before and stole Nigel, had a, like a pellet yeah, rifle or something. No, it was grandpappy's fucking twenty two or some shit. Yeah. Like the old, old rifle he had forever. Stole that, and I'm sure other things went missing. We just didn't notice them. Yeah. Or they just didn't take anything else because they were like, what the fuck is all this trash they're keeping? Yeah, man, a bunch of shit. But we lost that TX-50. Nigel lost like a little gun, some other Never to be shit. seen again. Oh, dude, vanished. Like... I probably just got ditched in the woods somewhere, man. That was kind of the, the end. down by the tracks. That was really the, the end of the shop, too. Yeah. That was like this last time we got broken into, and it was like, all right, that's it. Like, the, the guy who owned the spot. Philly's toilet didn't. explosion didn't kill it. <laughs> yeah. Mega rallies, fights at the shop between Sal and people, and, yeah. uh, you know, just 
drunken nights and bonfires, cops coming for for fires out front. This was like this was like the last Richmond like big like group spot. Like we had all the clubs in there together pretty much. Like I think we had fourteen people in one garage. Yeah, like, try to collect fifty bucks a head from fourteen people yeah. on time. Chasing fucking cats, dude. Pain in the ass. That's also, you know, another problem for having a group spot, like chasing, 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 you know. Chasing That's why I've never around. done it, because if I can't afford it to do it by myself, I won't do it. Yeah. That's a pain. I mean, that's the goal. My, that's my goal is to be able to do it again, but I have to be able to afford it by myself. Yeah. And that's like my garage now, I can afford it by myself without anybody's help. Mm-hmm. In a pinch. I mean, I, it'd be tight, but I can do it. Yeah. So, I don't know. That was a good spot for us in Richmond. Yeah, it's working out fine. You got a new house now. Yeah, but then we had to do the fucking Exodus, bro. That like, I think every group shop we ever had. Some of us had to do the Exodus. Some of yeah, us stayed behind. Stayed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so every group shop we ever had in Richmond all ended the same way. It was like, yo, bro, we got to get out of here. Like what before, day? Before the before the landlord knows that we're dipping on them. What day we need to leave? <laughs> Dude, they're locking. Don't the, say shit. We're leaving. They're now. locking the place on the fourteenth. I'm like, all right, everybody get out on the fourteenth. Like, all right, cool. Fourteenth comes around. Everybody's like, oh shit, it's the fourteenth. We gotta go. <laughs> Yo, you know a guy with a truck? <laughs> Fucking yeah. trash everywhere. Find everybody's drunk. drunk. Everybody comes in there with like good intentions, and they're drunk by noon, and like nothing gets done, and then they stay there all fucking night. Weird. Three days later, the guy still hasn't locked the shop up yet. Yeah, all the shit gets like taken out in one fail. Our last oh, shop's man. a brewery now. <laughs> oh yeah, the least reached spot. Yeah, that one's brewery. I mean, and like, and then I'm kind of bummed about that spot too, because like we could have stayed. Like the reason, but for we, how long? The reason we were like, yo, we got to go now, was because Rag and Bones. We used to split a spot with Sean, who who owned the who owned the moped shop there, and then he split r- some of the rent and the other Sub-leased, half of the building yeah. with Rag and Bones, which was a bicycle co-op. And the bicycle co-op was like, oh, we're leaving. So that was like, you know, another couple hundred bucks a month. I think it was like 400, 400 something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was another 400 bucks that they were like, oh, we're leaving. So we're not going to be paying for it. And we're like, we didn't, we could barely, you know, get the $80 a month from everybody. Like, you weren't, we we're going to come up with another $400. Plus utilities. Plus utilities. Plus Sean's rent because he was dipping, he was dipping out to California too. He let you, like, in charge of all that shit, and you had to deal with it for a couple Not, months. Nope. I, yeah. I mean, just fishing money, but, like, and dropping off at the, the rent, but, like, that wasn't Nothing major? Yeah. I didn't have to deal with anything else, but, I don't know. That shit was crazy. We had to get out. That's a good spot, man. Except for the neighbors hated us. Per the use. I'm sure that, they, so sure like they an, hate everyone else well, the, just the same now. The fucked up thing is, yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's louder yeah. now than it was when we were Than it ever was. <laughs> a bunch of fucking drunk, tripping bros. Wobble, wobbling yeah. down the street, bitching about how their Audi fucking tire lights on or something. So, so I don't know. There's five fucking <laughs> houses in it's an industrial yeah. area, right? Industrial where, park. You, you saw all be businesses. Yeah, if you're looking for hookers or plywood, this is where you want to go. In, in back then, and the one street that was a, was a block from the garage had maybe ten houses on it, like which was row was houses, one small one block, spots. ten houses. And they would bitch about us riding our moped up and down the street and whatever. But now, that whole neighborhood, like any other city in this country, the gentrification got fucking real. One of those houses used to be my grandmother's house. Oh, that's crazy. Um, Aaron's friend, Big Heat, 
one of her friends' grandparents live on that street too. Maybe we're related. Maybe. But dude, like uh they fucking the shop that we were in is a brewery. Across the street from the shop we were in, that was like a machine shop. A machine shop. Yeah. Now that's a fucking brewery slash arcade. There's when we were in that neighborhood, there was one brewery. Now that neighborhood has a winery and a cidery, six other breweries, and like two cider cideries. Oh, there's like places that make straight liquor, too, in there. Um, there's two wineries, and there's the now multiple the, breweries. Now they make straight like fucking like. Bell Island moonshine type shit, but it's like okay. spirits. Okay. Like legit spirits. There's also that brand new winery spot that's back there. It's owned by the same people that own fucking the Hoff. Oh, yeah. The Hoff is kind of shit. Belgian brewery, kind of whatever the fuck. I don't know. So now that whole neighborhood is just nothing but that. So I think if you're trying to, if you're in mopeds and you don't want to work, like talking about, I think the newest idea since, I mean, we're a little late to the party. I am on this idea, and you can take this and run with it because I'm never going to. But if you've got the cash, start a seltzery. Find a local source for local alcohol and just get soda water with flavors that you can pump into it and seltzer water and then add your alcohol to it and name yourself a seltzery and yeah, throw fucking be- parties and serve shitty pizza and make fuckloads of money. That'd be funny. It'd probably work. Oh, yeah. Totally work. I think just like... Streets- They're already doing it places. Yeah. I'm sure that would work. Because then you, you don't have to have a brewing license, right? You probably, be, unless you're making your own alcohol to get away from the food laws here in Virginia. I don't know. But then you can source local booze, which helps you out as far as production. And it attracts people like, oh, I want to try the whatever, like, seltzer, gah, 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 gah. Like, it's, it would definitely work here because we don't have one yet. Yeah. We have the new winery. When Aaron says it fucking sucks, the wine's trash, but it's a winery. <sighs> Like Dude, that's harsh. So, you know, whatever. That's kind of a good idea, though. Yeah, I think that'd be. I think it'd be work. We need a backer. Yeah, where's the money man at? We'll just call it moped seltzery. No, the moped word's gonna scare him away, dude. Yeah, what would you just name like, it? Just like what would you the, name it to like attract just the like money? your big fish sales, dude? They see moped, they don't want to pay eighteen hundred. Hmm. <laughs> What's a good name that would like attract lots of people? It's got to be like niche, like, uh, like you know how the word Uber was hot before Uber became a thing? No, I think it was only hot after Uber became a thing. No, it was it was like hot before Uber became a thing. Like I, I had friends making, that were like, "Yo, this, this shit, shit is up. Uber X Y Z," because they were trying to use like a word that nobody ever used. You know, Fitch I'm not making shit up. <laughs> Finch is dead or Fitch is dead or whatever the fuck. Yeah, you have to be something catchy. <laughs> That's just not catching. It's not going to catch. I don't know, man. Seltzer water's the new thing. Oh, you just, you just call it seltzer, dude. Make it easy. Or just call it like uh, pop. Nah, because then there's anything you're talking about, soda. Mm, I mean, it is technically. Dude. So what's up with this bike you're trying to sell? What do you mean? What's up with it? Well, the specs, dude. Break it down. What's on that thing? If you need to know the specs, you can't afford it. <laughs> Clearly, I want to know what eighteen hundred gets you on a moped. Uh, gets you an old frame with lots of new parts. So, robot swing arm, big money, big money. <laughs> you know why I put the robot swing arm on there? Because you couldn't find a regular swing arm. <laughs> no, the, the swing arm was on there. It was perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with it. Even had the goddamn. Uh, 
chain tensioner that was perfect condition. Didn't have to fuck with it. Because the robot swing arm. But I got these old ass gazelles chrome. in my shop oh. that I can't fucking get rid of. So like I need to sell them because they're aging and I need to fucking move this inventory. So I'm like, oh, perfect. I'll build a bike and put all this aging shit on it, you know, and just get rid of it. So I put the tire, the gazelle, two and a half, which it should fit, right? Or two and a quarter, whatever the hell it is. I don't remember the exact size. But then I went to put it on the swing arm and I'm like, fuck this shit. It doesn't fit. The tire's too fat. Like the gazelle is much wider footprint because the sidewalls just like stick out way too damn far. Mm -hmm. So it didn't fit. And then I was like, what's easier? Put another swing arm on it. Or fight some gazelles. Or fight some gazelles. So I was like, the bike, I'm going to ask stupid money for it. I'll put, you know, a nice swing arm. So it's got that. New tires, tubes, um, bearings, all the bearings been gone through, all new cables. Uh, gone through or replaced? Are they new? Or no, no, I old? checked them and make sure they're grease and everything. They're old, but they look good. Um, the wheel, everything's been cleaned and polished uh, or painted that needed to be painted. Like gas cap had some pitting on it, so I sanded down and shot the gas cap black and some other stuff black. Um, new headlight fairing, all the bulbs, voltage regulator, complete rebuild, race crank, uh, K-Star 70, high comp. Uh, head on it, uh, new ignition, um, shot intake and shot carburetor. I think it's a 15 or 16 shot. Okay. It's a, not a real shot though. It's a clone. So save some money there. What else? I mean, just like time cleaning the fucking gas tank, pet cock and the little odds and ends and new controls, new levers and controls. Um, you know, like the small details, that's the shit that makes a big difference. The levers and controls, man, if you're going to sell a bike, it's almost for me, like the headache, it's worth that, worth it just, just to get them new. Yeah. It's like 80 bucks, but fuck, it's so nice. When somebody goes and test rides the bike and they're like, oh, the throttle's sticking or the lever's bent or, you know, like whatever. It's like, oh, fuck. It's one of the first, it's the first thing you put your hands on. Yeah. It's right there in front of you. Yeah. So now like all the levers start easy. The bike fires right up. You can, you know. M-bars are good, man. Does it look cool? You got, got some cool M-bars on there? Uh, They're cafe racing handlebars. Ooh. Cafe, cafe racer handlebars. Yeah, they're M bars. I guess that's what they're W bars. Yeah. M bars, whatever. Yeah. They look good. They're cool. It's long and low and it'll attract the right buyer. The paint looks good. Decent enough. Long seat. I don't know, man. What's what the pipe, are, man? What pipe you got on there? Fuego boss, bitch. Fuego, life. gross. Fuego. Fuego for life. <laughs> I'm not a fan. I think it was a cunt too because uh like I had to take the it didn't fit because of the swing arm. <laughs> so this is another fucking problem. Gazelle shot you in the foot again. Yeah, yeah, the goddamn gazelle. Like, the tire you love to hate. So, like, because the swing arm's slightly bigger now, it sticks out further, and, like, all the, you know, like all the adjustment pieces and parts are, you know, in the fucking way. So, at first, I had a... The cheapest exhaust I have, which is with a bullet. That's probably the cheapest one. Basically, a bi-turbo. Mm -hmm. Put that on there, and the can on the bullet is, like, Pretty fucking big. And I was like, oh, I'll solve this problem. Just put a Fuego on it. I go put that up and it doesn't fit. And I was like, shit. So I figured out a cool little trick to just, instead of, you know, you like, you bend an exhaust tab or like force the pipe into where it needs to be or like pull it over, you know, to make it clear something. Because you don't want to like cut it and hack it and weld it. What's the next best thing to do? I don't know. You tell me. I took the exhaust hole where the, the stud goes into the, you know, like the flange mount mm -hmm. and just bored that hole out slightly bigger so then I could just cock the exhaust over away from the swing arm some. So it left mm. one side the same. Yeah. Just just enough because if, if you move it a smidge up at the front, it's going to move a lot in the back. Yeah. Just 
don't know, mathematics or whatever, science, blah, blah, blah. It's truth. It's church. <laughs> anyway, it worked fucking great. I was like, woohoo! I win! Finally! Anyway, got that up and mounted it right up. And uh, I don't know what else is on there, man. Like, I ordered a new speedometer that's coming in. Hopefully, I'll get that on there this week. And then I ordered some fancy kill switches, like, that I'm going to bore into the body that are, like, chrome, flush mount, push on off, kill mm-hmm. switch stuff. So I'll get that put on there. I think that's about it. Up and running, it rides. Yeah, it actually fucks pretty good. It's not, I mean, it's it's impressive for a stock maxi, but it's not impressive for a 70 kit. It's stock gearing, you know, like it's a little rich. The timing's a little tight. You know, I don't want to send it out the door, you know, like trying to blow itself up. So like it's got potential to go faster. It probably just 45. And it's got stock three-shoe clutch with uh, clutch springs in it, already tuned. So it acts like a two-speed shifty. Uh, man, what else is there? Everything's shimmed perfectly. The cranks align perfectly. Uh, I mean, it's pretty fucking good. It's got a lot of nice parts in it. Well, that seems pretty decent. I mean, I put good shit in it, man. All the, oh, like the little, the details, motherfucker. The details, the devil's in the details. All the cables are not dangling ass long. <laughs> like, I cut all the Damn, fucking narps off the narps? cables Whoa. and made the cables the right length and narped them up and clipped them and the brakes are tight as a motherfucker, man. I, really, I wish my bike had brakes <laughs> like this thing does. I really like using, uh, like, just long universal cables just so I always have the right length because I'm going to trim them down anyway. And most narps are reusable. It's so easy, man. Yeah. Why, if you go to Treatland... Or probably Dose or anybody, you order your brake cable for the Maxi, the rear brake cable, order a fucking NARP. Yeah. Cut the shit off, the original one. Just, I just cut it the fuck off. I just buy a set, dude. I probably keep like 10 NARPs in the garage at a time. Yeah, like, buy I a set of NARPs. A bunch of brake ones, a bunch of throttle ones. I just keep them in the garage. Immediately, the first thing you get when you get home, don't even see if it works. Don't even look, don't even waste <laughs> your fucking time fishing the cable through the bike. Just cut the fucking NARP off and pull the internal cable out. Ooh. And then... What are your what are your feelings on uh, internal brake cables? What do you mean? Like I like to keep internals on deck too. Oh, so I love those. Are, I, get the the I get the I get the Molossi throttle yeah. ones. Those things are like, legit. You know, you just pull your old cable and you just thread the new one through your fucking line. Yeah, you don't have to fish nothing. It's yeah. well worth it if you like. That's the where the money's at, and they're cheap. They're like yeah, four bucks clutch, or something. Dude. It's yeah, the way you to save, go. You save money buying the cable. Usually your the housing's already, fine. Your shit's already the right length, unless you got some... Yeah, it's always fine unless you got some dumb kink in it, like you fucked up. Rip the NARP off, slide it back on, back in business, five seconds. Hell no yeah. fishing shit around. Yeah, but you take that and just clip... You know, you can shorten the cable up to exactly the right length so you don't have like 14 feet of cable hanging over top your <laughs> cafe racing fairing fender it's like, thing. oh man, you went from tall bars to low bars and you didn't cut your cables? We all can see it. Uh, I've got it. Well, what I did is I wrapped it in a loop behind the headlight and zip tied it to something. But the brakes are real tight now, <laughs> dude. Um, I played some mopeds this week. I actually randomly got off work and I swung by the Rebel Garage, and you know there were some people hanging out, and I was like, dude, I haven't been over here in a minute. Let me swing by. So I swing over. And I'm kicking it. And earlier this week, our friend Marla. Martini, Marlini. Who is broke down again? Is she? Today? Yeah, wouldn't run. The bike's not working. That's why. She I, said somebody from Black Black worked on it. Now it doesn't run. I got a bike running last night, and, <laughs> I, and, I, and I left. Like, they were like, earlier this week, she was like, hey, like, um, like. She was telling me that she thinks she needs to put a new clutch in it because it doesn't run. 
They they haven't looked at anything, dude. They never the clutch looks fine, actually. But they never looked. Like, at that doesn't the, make any sense. They never took the cylinder off or looked at it or anything. They just like pulled the clutch and all the internals on the Tomos or whatever. And they were like, "Does anyone know how to take out seals? Can you take out seals without taking the the bike apart?" And oh, like, you'll like my next story then. And I was like, "Yeah, you can, but it's a little tricky." Like, and I I told them how to Tomos? do it. Yeah, I'm like easy. I'm like, you just drill a little hole in it, a little pilot hole, and you put in a wood screw, and then you pull the screw. And then you smoke a joint, and, and you drink a paps. And then the second seal comes out. And I guess, like, Marlon tried to do it by herself, and was like... Have you seen her toolkit? They don't have a toolkit. No one in your garage has a toolkit. you got some tools over there. No one else really has anything. I don't... I wouldn't say that. Like, they got... Just Marla's toolkit is really pathetic. Well, she has, she's... It's her first bike. She doesn't really know much about I'm not saying that it. in, like, an insulting way. I'm just saying it's like... So the amount of shit that she does with her toolkit is pretty incredible. Yeah. She doesn't have much. She doesn't have much. And she's like, like pulling the fucking ignition off. And like she's getting some loaner tools here and there. But yeah. like she's doing a lot of shit with no tools. Yeah. So you fuckers out there who have lots of tools and don't do nothing. <laughs> this girl is whipping your ass. At least giving it a shot. But yeah, dude. I was like, I was like, yeah, what's up, man? I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I just posted in the group chat like, yo, this is how you can take a seal out without taking the motor apart. And I guess like she went to go for it by herself. And... Had a giant, like, and then when I went there to try it, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I stopped. Like, Jack's got one side out, and like, I was kind of mangling the other side. Like, the seal was just getting all chewed up, and like, it hadn't come out. And like, I'm like, dude, what is going on in here? And I looked at it, and like, I'm like, well, this drill bit is too big. It's a huge ass drill bit. You're, you only need a little hole. And then it's like, all these screws, none of these are wood screws. They're like, don't have the good like a good end on it to really bite in. I there. don't even think I ever even use the the pilot hole trick. I take just a like a nail, like a finishing nail, and just smack it one time like a center punch, mm-hmm. and then just put a wood screw in it. And when the screw hits the back of the bearing, it pulls the fucking seal out because it ain't yeah. my bike, and I don't care. <laughs> I'm not gonna spin it that far where you're like drilling into the bearing, but like I get what you're saying. You get it in there. It's a ceramic enough. bearing or hard bearings. Yeah. The fucking that screw is not gonna hurt that bearing. You get in there deep enough, you pull it out. But I was like, dude, like, all right, the drill bit's too big. The, the screws aren't the right kind of screws, and they're, like, too big. They're too wide. And uh, even, like, mingling things. So she's like, yeah, like, I was, like, not getting anywhere, and I was kind of fucking stuff up, so I stopped. And I'm like, that's a good move. Like, I'll yeah. stop, too. Like, yeah, yeah, she's smart. She, yeah. She asks for help when she needs it. So, like, I'm like, go next door, see if they got drill bits, because no one had drill bits in your garage. So they got a whole set. Eric got a whole brand new set of nice ass drill bits next door. Ooh, and I'm like, gonna fucking steal that like, shit. Nice, nice. Like I got a fucking, couple that are missing from mine. Thirty piece set, like all of them. I'm like, cool. This is a nice set. Could have asked next door, and I drilled a little pilot hole. And I'm like, man, I need a screw. I need a screw. No one's got a screw around here. What the fuck? I do. It's in a white and box on my shit. Wonder what I did? You guys got work pinches all over the garage. Zip. Yeah, I just drilled. <laughs> I just unscrewed a wood screw from one of those fucking wood benches. I think my my the, the screws that are in my workbench take a Torx bit. Uh, not not the one I took out. Oh yeah, it was fine. I drilled that bitch out. I drilled it into. We'll the We'll call seal. it even for the fucking ten mil I stole from you for my exhaust. That's okay. I put it back in there. Oh damn it! Now I yeah. still owe you a ten mil. Yeah, I put it back. Um, and I fucking drill that in. And I pull the seal out, and I'm like, all right, cool. Where are your new seals at? And push the new ones in. And then she got that Tomo stub plane clutch. So we like, you know, put all the claw call and all that stuff A3 back in there. A3 tech. Yeah. A3 tech. Beautiful clutches. They still look perfect. She's like, you don't need a new clutch. These clutches are still in perfect condition. And so I put it on there and I'm like, ooh, I think the claw collar slipped out. We got to pull it off again. And I'm like, where's the three jaw? No three jaw to be found in the garage. 
There was one there. there was Why some, would you need a three jaw? Some little teeny one. Because sometimes the, th- the A3 stub plane clutch fits on to the crank so snugly that you can't just pull it off. Ah. So there's not not like the round one with the fucking... Um, Lex had a three jaw there somewhere. She got a little teeny one. Uh, she got a mini one. It's not wi- It's not big enough. It's not wide enough to go around the clutch bell. So once you start tightening it down, it just slips off the bell. You can't, it won't hold the back of it. Yeah. Because I tried to use it. I was like, oh, this thing sucks. This thing's a piece of shit. And, you know, we were trying to pull it. Like, two people holding the bike and me with my foot on the bike, pulling it all my weight. And I couldn't just pull it off. And I'm like, yep, that thing's on there. That's what that's what they do. And so I had to fucking re- re- ask next door again, like, you got any pullers over there? And Eric had some, like, shitty two-jaw. But it was like, it worked. I took the clutch off with one finger. Yeah. You know, just, just enough to pull it. Yeah, yeah, it came slipping right off. So that was easy. And I was like, how'd you get this thing off the first time? She's like, oh, Justin hit it with a, hit the crank with a hammer. I'm like... Ah, oh, boy. That's why it's stuck on there now. So, because I was having trouble getting... I pulled it off because I was having trouble getting the uh, the case on. So I was like... Mm, yeah, maybe, because the fucking ends mushroomed. Because they mushroomed out the crank a little bit. And I was like, mm, I was like, damn, maybe maybe the call collar popped out and it's out of place and it's just not just seating right. So I pulled it back Fuck. off. And then so I does that mean Justin off. owes her a crank? Probably not. Like it's fine. I put it back together. Like I got it off, and then I put the clutch back in. Check the call collar. That looked fine. Put it all back together, and then like I got the hammer out and just tapped hammered on the fucking the case cover. Did you use a bolt, or did you just take the end of the crank and mushroom it around the fucking clutch? So it stays on there. No, I used the nut, dude. So it's, it's on there real snug, piston stop. And we fucking. See, I would have taken a, a, a Dremel and cut a slit in the end of the stub plane crank and then like a chisel and just smacked it so the so mm. mushroomed it out to hold the fucking clutch on and be done with it. Nah, it was on there, dude. And like, I don't know, man. Put the bearings in, put the, I mean, put those seals in, put all the stuff back together, put a little sealant because she didn't have a gasket for the case cover and snugged it all up. The bike fired right up, like right away. Idle like a champ. Then why would she say the clutch is holding it from starting? It's not that. Because, like, I literally put those seals in, and I put the cover on. She probably didn't put any transmission fluid in it. Because I put that cover on. I didn't put any fluid in it. I just, like, put it on. Tested fire, it. Fired the bike up. Hey, it runs. She, like, she rode it, like, down the street and, like, rode it back. Just, like, once we're on the block. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I left. But I wasn't there. I don't know if she put transmission fluid after that. Jack bought that bike from... Probably needed it. A dude the other day? Yeah. Tomos? That guy hit me up. He's like, oh yeah, I got uh, I got this other bike and it's, uh, I can't get my pook started. He's like, I, Jack's been giving him advice and he got advice from somebody else and this, that, and the other. So he shoots me a picture of the top end. He's like, oh, you want to know what carb it was? He's like, the, it measures 24. I think it's a 24 millimeter Makuni. I'm like, well, all Makunis measure OD... 24 millimeters. Do they? Yeah. Because um, they're all the same. Are you talking about OKOs? That, it's a McCoonies too. I didn't know that. Yeah, almost all of them measure 24 millimeters. The smaller ones. Because your your intake boot, the boot that slips on is always 24. I've never had a smaller one. I've only had the TM24. Like the spigot mount shit. Yeah, yeah. so like, he, I'm like, the the ID is what makes a difference. And he's like, oh yeah, it is. It's a, I was like, it looks like a VM18. I bet it's a VM18. Put money on it. Sure enough, he measured 18, whatever. He's like, I still can't get it to run to clean the carburetor. Got advice from everybody, like, new spark plug, and looked at the points, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, you might have to, like, if that doesn't work, 
you know, pull the head off, check the top end, see what's inside of there and look around and you know, like pull it, pull the shit off, check the rings, you know, just, you know, give it a good once over. So he pulls the cylinder head off and you can see the head gasket is just like dangling on the motor, shoots a picture of it. And it looks like mud, muddy water. Like if you, ugh, excuse me, paps treating me good today. If you like blew a head gasket, you know, mm-hmm. like that milky. And then I can see some scoring in the cylinder I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure you've got a stuck ring, and also it looks like it's sat outdoors, and you got like moisture and shit mixed together. Like none of that's good. You got to clean all that crap out, and probably like, and like really a, clean it. And dangling head gasket. <laughs> pull the shit off, and probably put new rings on it or something. He's like, okay, cool. I confirmed it's a '70 kit. I cleaned it. I'm gonna put it back together. It's like, did you listen to anything I just told you? Yeah. Did you hear what I said? This is like the old carb cleaning trick. You clean your carb. <laughs> <laughs> I hose the outside every day. Yeah, a dude. whole can of carb cleaner. It's like, do you comprehend what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 a little bit deeper than just like taking it. He told me he took a rag and some cleaner and cleaned it out. It should be good now. Nope. It's like that's not how it works. That's also like one of those steps of the moped where it's like if you you got to take a couple more things apart. Oh yeah. Sometimes I- working on your moped just requires taking taking stuff apart, man. Where is this message at? I don't know. You must have lost it. No, it's right here. The photo, so you can see it for your for your damn ass self. I mean, it doesn't look it doesn't look good. But all right. So for, from the outside, from those not listening, uh, it's a cylinder. It's a picture with the head off. Uh, three studs came completely out when he when he took the oh, head off. See, I didn't even look at that part. Yeah, I didn't notice so, that. He's probably got some kind of issue going on with like maybe you weren't even getting it tight enough. Maybe something stripped out. You know, I'd take a look at those studs. Maybe it didn't have studs. Maybe it only had one. Yeah, that'd be real fucked. Low, low compression. <laughs> and then inside of the cylinder, it literally looks like mud. Like, like so much of it that it's been tried to be burnt a few times that if you didn't know any better, it looks like deposits or like if you spit out a bearing from your crank and it rattled around your top end it looks like he just went like off-roading with fucking so it's like yeah he's like no i cleaned it all out i'm gonna put it back together i'm like no it's not how it's just gonna get back in there whatever's in there came from below that and it's also it's like if you've already come so far that you took the head off and you're looking inside the cylinder you might as well take the two bolts off of the exhaust pipe and pull the cylinder off but do you see the scoring yeah, I see scoring, but that's above the port. Like, that could just be like... Could be the dirt and grime. Yeah. But also could be a stuck ring with no compression. It could be. But you can't tell from that photo. You know? I I would have told him to uh, do a little more digging. I would know? tell him to hit up his local moped parts dealer and buy a new kit. <laughs> I would tell him to not call me because I don't want to work on it. I'm tired of working on mopeds. I'm not tired of that. I'm tired of people thinking that like moped is uh, like, I'm going to send it to the moped mechanic and it's magic. He's going to put it on the machine and it's going to work. Yeah. My last, my last bike I sold, the one at the blue tomos I sold last week or the week before, whatever, got down the road. Like the guy called Mike texted me. He's pretty pumped on it. He's been riding it around big old smile on his face. Happy as can be, dude. And, like nothing fancy, you know, got a little kid. What'd you sell it for? 14. <laughs> no 15 no all right fine i think i got i think i got 650 for it was it built 
Hmm? Mild build, bone stock. Uh, A3, 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 five. Stock pipe, stock carb. Had a shaw. No, stock pipe, 1515 shaw. Uh, little aerosol kit. Like, like a 70 aerosol, but still got a stock pipe. I'm like, this dude's first bike. A35. No, this is a Tomo. I mean, this is a, this is a Maxi. Oh, no, okay. No. no, it's a Tomo. It's A35. Yeah. Yeah, blue Tomo. It's A35. And so, read, read, read valve top in. Yeah, and just it just runs. It does probably 3540. If I'm going to buy stock much. Tomos, I prefer the A35. I don't know. For, like, first all, bikes, easy. A35, A55, kind of A55 is same. awesome, too, but I love the read valve. I like the A55 transfers, but the read valve power... Stock is pretty rad. Ugh, man. Dude, you're like burping it up tonight, man. Mm. Dying over there. Chicken Fiesta. It's pretty rad. Oh, and what else did you do? In uh, well, I'm just going to go into mine. I'm not going to ask any questions. <laughs> Got my Gorelli Cadia. Oh, the mini bike. Ordered a new piston because I had a Polini Gorelli 80 kit laying around the shop with no piston. That had been there forever. Brand new. Found a piston on Dose Cycles. Thank you guys at Dose. Damn. I think I actually bought the last one because I went on their website and looked. There's no more. And slapped that shit together. One block tuned it. Took a guess at the jet and took it on a moped ride today. <laughs> stock tiny little pancake carburetor. Stock 12 intake. Stock 12 carb with an 80 kit. Fucking real hard. What are you doing? Like a solid 38? I don't know. I think I'm doing over 40. That's pretty, pretty decent. I mean, it was already kind of a fast bike for a, for a little bike, but I pulled the top end off and it was like all scored up and the rings weren't seized or anything, but the cylinder was kind of scored up and it's sort of lagging on power, but I'm sure that's the seals need to be replaced. Now they definitely need to be replaced because mm-hmm. it smells like a uh, like an oil fire, like an oil field on fire when you ride behind me, burning all the transmission fluid off. But that mm-hmm. thing is so much fun, man. Mini wheel I mean, it was supposed to be the year of the mini bike from, you know, what I heard on the internet. You know, everyone's like, oh, you're the mini bike. I'm Go sitting on two bikes. now. I don't want one. I'm good. This one rides good, though. It rides like a real bike. Like, they're small enough, man. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to ride teeny bikes. Mopeds are already small enough. Skit ideas. Uh, what you got? What's up? Oh, not some other shit. Emails. We get emails. Yo, stop reading all my bullshit, Do we get bro. emails? That's some other stuff, dude. Yeah, this is an email we got. For us. For us. So it's not for you specifically. No, this is for us. So, uh, switching gears again, because this episode is just randomly rolling through topics and switch. Dumping that clutch, dude. Dump uh, the clutch. <laughs> dude, uh, Devin sent us an email. One of our listeners. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. And he pretty much said, uh, let's do a little bit of verses on the episode. Uh, pit two items against each other, and then we take turns, you know, saying what we think, and you know, give a brief exclamation. I was like, dude, that is a great idea. But how do you pick the items? So I gave it a little bit of thought, and I was like, because he has suggestions too. Let's just go through his suggestions first, because I think that'll make it easy yeah, to get, to, get our, to get our mind rolling in the right direction. So he's got a super clean. And modest with a modest kit bike versus a sloppy basket case of a bike that rips dicks. He didn't put dicks in there, but you know, you know how we are, dude. You you want to for rip, me? I'm gonna go super clean, dicks. modest kit, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I want I want to hear why before I give mine. Because mine. Uh, 
when I wrote it, because I'd probably mostly ride my sloppy basket case that fucking rips dicks. Yeah. But when I rode the super clean bike with a modest kit, it was still like killing it around town running errands. And I stopped at the Whole Foods market. I could Easy use that as an advertising piece <laughs> to sell more bikes and get people interested in it. So I would choose that over even at like a rally or anything because it's more likely to start a conversation. What do you smell it, man? No, no, no. You smell some bullshit over there? No, no. That's not bullshit. I believe you. That, that, no, that's a good Did reason. Did you fart? No, no. That's a good reason. I, I'm with that. I think... I don't... I wouldn't say that because I'm going to go with the sloppy basket case of a bike because for me, like, fuck everyone else. If they're going to buy a moped, they're going to buy a moped. Like, I'm not trying to sell my sloppy fast bike. Like, that's my bike. I'm trying to rip dicks. I want to sucker people into the dream and then slip them into the reality of mopeds. <laughs> I get I get where you're coming from because that, that does make sense. Like, if I took my Cobra, which is a modest kit, it's got the... Ten people would talk to you about the, it. Yeah, it's got the TC, TCD fucking 50 kit. It has paint. And it looks clean, and it probably does 45. Like, nothing crazy, modest bike, but it's a Cobra. It's a top tank. It's clean-looking... And randos who look at it are like, oh, that thing's cool. Yeah, when you showed up to the grocery store, Jimbo's dad isn't going to stop with your fucking basket case clapped out, mismatched, like some of it's Honda, some of it's Badavis bullshit. And be like, <laughs> I used to have one of these when I was a kid, you know, and talk to you for five minutes. But not that that's what you want, but yeah. like it's, it's, a little, for, it's a little more inviting to see like a pretty – sick looking bike on the street that you actually know what it is and makes sense you know yeah they both like have their own place like if it's just what you're riding and you're enjoying your bike i don't really care if it's the nicest cleanest looking bike i love nice clean looking bikes i remember like the first rally i ever went to on my fucking pedal bike like white line riders showed up and from wilmington north carolina my line riders showed up and they all had the cleanest sickest waxed bikes like Everything was polished, shining this fucking ass off, dude. And I was like, Detailed. yo. And they, sh- like, your squad all showed up on the clean ass fucking bikes. Like, your group all had clean bikes. And then it's like, it's impressive. It looked cool. And it made me, like, think a little bit more about it. And when I'm, like, lurking the internet, like, and I see a bike that's got, like, you know, a really nice looking paint. It looks fancy yeah. on the internet. That- it's cool to look at. When we go ride the block, we don't take our, I mean, sometimes we do, but, like, we were just out ride the block running around VCU trying to attract attention. Well, I mean, you're not riding some fucked up shit. You're riding something that yeah. looks like a moped, you know? Yeah. It's visibly distinctive, you know, distinguished. Looks like a moped. Talks and, like and a moped. It, and it ripsticks. And it's loud as fuck. And so everyone's fuck. turning their head. Yeah, Jason's got I'll, a trumpet. Yeah, I want the I want the I want that combination, you know? I want that like fast ripping bike that's making all the noise and draws attention, you know? How about this one? That was good the, one. the next one is a bike that's way too tall for you. Versus a bike that's way too small for you. Uh, you're the mini bike, from what I hear. People, people. Uh, yeah, I'd have to go small for you because I mean the whole mopeds are small anyway. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to say a moped's big. Like the yeah. only one that you could really say is like, oh, that's a big bike for someone. It's like maybe an RD50. Yeah, even still, like it's still a tiny motorcycle. Like it's still little. So that that one's irrelevant. <laughs> Because it's mopeds, they're small. Devin, you suck. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, next one he sent. Uh, 
old tires that are hard and slippy ride meh but have plenty of tread and cannot uh be, be removed, removed. <laughs> <laughs> versus new tires that grip great but rub some parts of your bike and make terrible noises and vibrations uh there's no way to fix it i'm gonna let you go first on this one but i already know my answer. i think it's funny because i bet tom, we have the same we kind of just talked about it because thomas had the goddamn gazelles that wouldn't fit in the regular swing arm and he could have just put them in there anyway and let it rub but he had to switch whole swing arms. I'm a big fan. It. If the tires ain't blown, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, man. I'll run the old tires and tubes. I don't give a fuck. I mean, we've all if done re- it. If I replace a tire, it's because it needs it. Everyone who's playing fucking mopeds has done it. Like, don't tell me you bought that $300 bike and then you went out and spent $60 on tires. Like, you know, you got that bitch fired up. No, you, you hit the it. block. Yeah, and you rode it. Like, oh, it ran? And you rode that bitch. And then you were like, I want th- I want a big bore kit and some fatty tires. Then you ordered, you got on your damn internet and you ordered your three and a quarter inch Two, fucking two seventy five. Yeah, you two seventy five. <laughs> Remember that one dude had the uh, at the stretch shed? He had the Moby with the fucking three and a quarters, a three and a half inch on his wheels. Holy dude. fuck, man! I got some real wide wheels for for my Moby in the garage. But like, uh, like, it's like I move that bike, bike just the dude. weight of the tires alone. I'm just like this. I mean, I don't know how much more traction you're <laughs> you're gonna like. I don't. Uh, yeah, once they get rolling, do they help speed you up? Maybe that, it's, that added weight, man, keeps you moving. It, I mean, really think about it though. Like, <laughs> more, the bike only friction, goes less, so fast, right? How much traction do you need? Hey, man, are you diving in those turns or not? Is the width of the tire really the thing? Because if your rim's only so fat, you're going to change the arc, the arc, the build of the tire. Like, if you've got a skinny rim and you put on a fat tire, right, you've got to stuff that skinny tire in and it changes the crown yeah, yeah. of the tire. So, you're, that's you're, less, that's less your rolling no, angle that's less is friction fucked on the ground, up. dude. You're good. No, that's why tire size is important. Like, in motorcycles, like, if you st- stuff a giant Bitch, fucking... these are not motorcycles. <laughs> it's still the same principle, though. Traction is traction. If you're in a corner, like, what's more... For, all right, so here's my question. What's more important, a fat tire or a sticky tire for traction? Sticky. Because you're sticking. Yeah, but the fat, fat tire's not really getting more traction. fat tire has more surface area for traction, bro. A thin sticky or a fat not as sticky? Like, bitch, I don't know. I've ridden bicycles with the 700cc wheels, and those things are tanning as bitch, and they they do just fine. They do just fine. They do just fine. No tire on the ground. Yeah. But then I ride my fucking mountain bike around, and that shit slows me down. Yeah, I think the I think people get into the mopeds, and they're like, I mean, I know it's aesthetics is a lot, you know, like you want to make make sure it looks like looks like you got more money than sense, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. <you know, like, laughs> The fat tire thing is not a real, it, it's not reality. You just buy a fucking quality tire that actually sticks to the ground. And right. so the crown and the shape of it's good. Here we go. I got, I got one. Ready? All right. I, I think so. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> Upgraded size Shaw, like a 15 or 16 Shaw, or a 19 or bigger, like PHBG, like a fancy, fancy big, bo- big boy carb for your mild kit. Big boy. <laughs> Big boy carb all day. All day? All day. Even even when it's just a mild, mediocre I, kit? I could, you could slap a 19 PHPG on a, on a stock kit and tune them 
and they work well. You wouldn't want to go the other way so you can save that gas mileage? I feel like the gas mileage for their PHPG is probably better than a Shaw. Really? Yeah. I mean, Ashley's got the PHPG on hers. That shit sips. Like, you know, tuned right. It doesn't really burn that much fuel. It's pretty good. Okay. Okay. Promo pipe. This First. Is, you should call Noah. <laughs> <laughs> call Noah. Thou should not be named. Get it right. He's the fucking promo pipe. Can't say he really loud. Knows. Dude, he knows all about that shit. He's all over the all over those pipes. Well, that's because he loves low end, dude. He he's a he's a he's a city rider, you know. When you just want to light the light, man. Yeah, Uphills. You, you want to be in the city. You want to fucking take off when the cars take off. You're not trying to get you know wait three blocks for your shit to kick in. Got to get you a low end pipe. Yeah, what would be another controversial thing that's not that controversial? Um. <laughs> we uh, could talk about controls Magura versus uh, what's the other shit Lucido okay. yeah Lucido Magura all day really yeah I'm a Lucido guy I like the Lucido I really do I think I think the cheap and for not they're not cheaply made but they are cost efficient they're very cost efficient and they're and you very get good and I like the short pull good. not is it longer pull than some of the short pull throttles but it's not the longest pull where you got to fucking really crank on the bitch. And I feel like they they turn nicely. They get it. They have a nice snap return to them. I go Lucida because if you don't know how, if you don't have tooling, if you can't tool it to get it in there, and like your knob who doesn't have the experience to fuck with it, Lucida all day long. It's a hell of a good throttle for the money. The parts, the cables just go right on it. You don't you, have to fuck with it. You can get it in plastic or you can get it in metal. And it, they both cost the same price. It's 50 bucks. you get the controls, the levers. You get the throttle, the levers, and two grips all packaged together for 50 bucks. What they don't tell you is if you get the levers, you need some other parts. Oh, yeah. The little tiny A55 style cable keeper NARP things. Yeah. Unless you just got a big ass NARP and you wedge it up in there. Yeah, yeah. I it mean kinda, that works. Yeah, thing. it definitely kind of works, but it sucks. It's really not the way, right not, way to do it. The way, but it, but it can get job done in a pinch. Travel five hundred miles Ooh. for the best rally you've ever had, but only go to that one rally for the year, or go to four mediocre rallies that are fairly close by. Mm. <sighs> Where I'm at right now. As as this year is uh, turning out, I choose the four. I might have just, I might choose the one banger. If it was a blast and I knew it was gonna be some rad shit and it was far and it's like I got a good trip out of it. Like yeah, I went on this crazy trip. It was fun. We went really far. We had the road trip, all the things. Versus like kicking down the street to Philly for like the fifth time. Yeah, and like you know, up oh, I kicked over to fucking Maryland again. Oh, I went. You know, for the- me, I still feel like the rallies are all the same shit. Yeah, they're all the same shit. Because you become jaded for it, so I'd rather do four of the fucking friends hangouts. Yeah. And four of the 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 dinner spots at different places and I'm trying to see trying to see the new people, meet new faces, shake new hands, kiss new babies, blast on some new busters. You don't know what the fuck is up. Kiss new babies. More like make make new babies cry when we ride by. Yeah. 
that's probably one of my most enjoyable moments of riding mopeds. Yeah, when the mom's like carving the yeah. kid's ears, the kids covering their yeah. own ears and shit. Yeah. When I see anyone oh, cover their ears. Like you feel bad about it, but. I feel bad. But at the really. same time, I get a smile on my face anytime I see someone cover their ears when I ride by on a moped. I'm like, really? It's just a moped. It's not a Harley. I'm not in some fucking race car. It's a moped. Yeah, but the fire truck drives by and they all wave. Yeah. I'm like, you're really covering your ears right now? Like, you're that fragile? You're going to fall apart? That's just funny. What else, dude? What else is a good one? Um, I mean, you could go French like... bike talk. Motivacane versus Peugeot. I, I don't have a dog in the fight, man. I don't oh, know. Yeah, I like them know. both. I like them both. I think they do the exact same shit. But I would go Motivacane... All day. I think I love the look of a 103. I think they're beautiful bikes, but I think the, the parts availability is about the same. Yeah, parts availability is the same. I just think aesthetically, like a Motorcane, like 40T, the rigid one, looks cooler. The frame looks cooler. I think, still to this day, I think that's the coolest frame in mopeds. Motorcane 40T, coolest frame in mopeds. That's your opinion. Yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> because that's, that's the first one I fell in love with. That's the reason I got a moped, like, essentially. If I'm, it wasn't for that I'm bike, Peugeot for I Moby probably would have stayed just out. Because the, the look, if you're going looks alone, I'm going Peugeot. Which one? Because um, I, I got a Grand Prix, and that looks pretty sick. That's pretty sick. But it's also, like, a rare, like, one-off kind of is shit. That's, like, that's like, saying, like, a TSM. Or is it technically mm, not a Peugeot? Half and half. Bastard. Yeah. It's a little bad of What name's on the tank? Hey, mine don't got no name, dude. No blood. That's a bad of us. So it's but, a bad of us. But it runs off a one, but it runs off a Peugeot motor. I think, uh, I mean, any step through fucking Peugeot, I just think looks better than a Moby. I, I've seen a couple. Except the old Mobys with the big fenders. Oh, the lay moped. The lay moped with the plastic tank the coverings. Huge Ooh. fucking fenders, like super fifties looking. They're those nice things. Looking are oh, sexy. I know what you're talking about. That's not the lay moped. Yeah, Mm-mm. no, That's those are like shit. old, old, like yeah, 50 yeah. sums. I've only seen a couple of those in real life. They are rad. Yeah, they're nice, nice looking mopeds, man. Real, real pretty, real vintage. It's got a real vintage look to them. All right, shifty fifty. Ooh. That does the same mile per hour as your <laughs> twist and go regular ass moped for fun. Which shifty fifty? Dealer's choice. They both go the same speed in this scenario. Okay. I hate MB fives, and I'm sorry, uh, manic mopeds. I know you have some MB fives that rip fucking dicks and they're fast as fuck, but I've also seen you blow that bitch up five times and have to do full rebuilds over and over again. What's an MB5? Is that like a Honda Metropolitan or something? <laughs> it's a variated, like, No, that's that, housewife shi- that fucking... shifty fucking Honda. Oh, that's for the housewife that can shift gears. <laughs> gotcha. But I've, but I've also seen Sal rip the MB5, and you're just banging gears, banging gears, banging gears in the city when I'd much rather be twist and go. I, it, it depends where I'm at and what it, I'm doing. I think if you're talking fun factor, now this is the key I don't think you paid attention to. Fun factor was the... Was the <sighs> I had a I had a GPR. I, I had think a Derby. you're shifting for fun. I had a GPR. I had a Derby GPR, and it was super fun to ride because of the fact that you're shifting gears and you're ragging it out. Riding a motorcycle in a city or 
anything like that, like in a rally in a city, like something where you're not on a highway, you're not like in a long open stretch where you can really open it up. Gets it's lame. Kind, it gets lame. It's kind of boring. Like riding a motorcycle at 80 on a highway still feels kind of boring. Like, but riding a shifty 50, like around town getting passed by a fucking metropolitan ragging it the fuck out shifting gears like is pretty fun making all the noise making all the noise remember Sal fucking just snatching trying to before he could do wheelies just like dumping first gear holy fuck man how did that thing make it through (laughs) dumping gears I've never seen a bike quite that abused in this few little things and it's not like I don't know that you did it all the time but he would get fucking fired up dude and just be like I'm going for it or something. I don't know. Like, that was. I want to know what was in his head at that moment if he was like freaking out or scared because he that looked fucking <laughs> crazy. Just like and you can almost hear like the the snap of the chain, the the drag of the clutch, the you know like motor fully pegged at all two three hundred RPM that a Honda <laughs> MB5 will put out. Whatever they put out, they're they're really low. But you he know. was doing the same thing with that GPR he had too. Yeah, like I guess he was. A little naked bike. Fucking had shitty plastics. Holy fuck, man. That was... It. All right, so fun factor for me watching somebody to ride. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'd like to watch somebody like Sal whip a shifty 50 and do shit like that. Yeah. But if I'm riding myself, I would probably not choose the shifter. I would choose the twist and go because then I can look around and... It's more enjoyable as in there's not as much work to do. Yeah. Like, shifting a shifty 50 in a city or something like that, you're doing a lot of shifting. Like, there's a lot of up, there's a lot of down. But I think that does have its place. It's it's a fun thing to ride, especially when you're banging the thing the fuck out. Yeah, my fun is just, like, looking around, man. Seeing what's, what, what... Just people watching and shit, you know? Like, if I need to bang gears and get crazy... I can ride something else. <laughs> Whoa, bank gears. Whoa, settle down. I'm going to bank the gears. <laughs> what moped club is the gears again? What's up? Is there a moped club called the gears? There should be. Yeah. I'm going to bang them. When they, when they fucking join, I'm going to bang them. I'm going to be banging gears. I was gears. some club names today, dude. Like um, the, the Sloths. I saw the... I saw... I don't know if it's the same thing. I saw like the Sloths moped club. They've but been I around for a minute though, saw haven't they? also saw another thing that said Sloths. So like, are there two sloths? Are there two sloths clubs now? Are Maybe they gonna, are they gonna fucking have to fight it out? Make them fucking battle to the death? Maybe one's the actual animal and one is the character from the Goonies. I don't know, man. They both have mopeds on there, man. Either Dude. or. Okay, I got it. Um, let's see here. No, because I know who's gonna win that one. I was gonna talk about workbenches, like. I almost bought a new workbench. <laughs> you know, workbench versus like the floor. I found, a work, I found a workout bench that looked perfect, but it was like longer than your piano bench by just a smidge. And I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that for Jason. <laughs> Sold instantly. It's like, motherfucker. That would have been clutch. That thing was legit. Because uh, you need a new workbench. You're just worn out. Riding mopeds with a headset in your helmet or without? That's tough, man. Because I don't know what your scene's doing, but right now in Richmond, I think 95% of us have have Bluetooth in our helmets. I think lately I've been riding with no headset on purpose or just not really using it. The other night we used it, but most of the time, if I'm on my motorcycle, I use the headset to listen to music, answer phone calls, 
But on my moped, I feel like it distracts me from the fun I'm trying to have a little bit. So, like, I like to keep it on there so I can, like, turn it on and use it if I need to. Mm-hmm. But usually, I don't use it. I, I'm i with it. I feel it. like, But I have also haven't had mine very long. I've, you've had yours longer than mine. I've probably had mine for a year and a half now. And I, I'm still really into it. I really enjoy, like, listening to music when I ride. Like, I used to do it with, like, one headphone in my ear, like, before. And that was kind of a pain in the ass with, like, the string and all Put that Put your stuff. helmet on, and then the, the earbud yeah. comes out. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Or then your ear starts hurting because you've got a fucking yeah, giant... Yeah, extra pressure. Yeah, thing in there. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy it, especially when I'm at a rally or I'm in some city I don't know. Like, GPSing. That's where it comes in. Like, GPSing into your helmet, clutch. GPSing in your helmet and sharing that GPS... With the other people connected to you, yeah. super clutch. Yeah, so once you chime in and open the circuit, you press and hold for three seconds and it you sends hear it to three everybody beeps, else. And, yep. boop, 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 and then you share your, your music phone or whatever or whatever to everyone else. So you can all hear it and you're all on the same page. No one's fucking up. Yep. That's clutch. It also came in handy when well, the cops are behind. Are, yeah. <laughs> cops are back there when someone in the back, like the whoever's doing chase of the pack, you know, for your squad, instead of having to always look back and get a count. Make sure everybody's with you. You haven't lost anybody. No, you talk to the guy that you, talk you to wanna, the guy in the back. You talk to the guy you want to lose, and when his <laughs> shit starts breaking up, you hang a right. <laughs> you know you're good. You lost him. So I don't know. It's really it's, it's Eric. Eric, you still there? <laughs> All right, guys, hang a right. <laughs> it's super convenient for sure, like that. Like I appreciate it. Like I think I did. A, I did a ride the other week and. It was a while ago. We I took someone, I took a bunch of people for a moped ride. I'm like, all right, cool. We're going to do a moped ride. I want to do something long. And we went on like a good 20, 25 mile ride. Like we're going to go out to the West End. We're going to leave the city. We're going to go on a big loop. And it was kind of like a scenic, like memory lane ride. I call it my memory lane line because it goes through like the area where I grew up. And I was on the headset with Aaron and she was riding the Cobra. Yeah. And I got to like give them like the guided tour Via moped, which yeah, is like, which is fun. Like whenever you take someone on a moped ride, you always want to like, who's not been to your area from your city. You want to show them the spots and show them around and you want to like pull them over to the side and like tell them what stuff is. You got a helmet with a speaker and Bluetooth. You can do that so much easier and you don't have to stop and like gesture and do all this other bullshit. You're just like, yeah, see that thing over there to the right guys. That's this. Let's keep it fucking moving. You've got a $500 budget. Right, mm-hmm. so five hundred dollars is going to get you a moped. You don't currently own any mopeds, although you're experienced. Okay, you know about them, so you can do your own work. So you can do your own work. You've got five hundred dollars. Do you buy a stock bike that runs, or a decked out bike that doesn't run? But you, that's this is a good one. You're spending the same. What you're spending the same money all together up front. So up front you're to paying, get the, to get paying the, five hundred for a stalker, or you're paying five hundred for a bike with all the parts. The unknown is are the are the parts there yeah, put yeah. together correctly? I know, I know, risk, I know, what, I know, know. the specs are, or what the what the problems could be potentially. Yeah, you got a stalker that runs; it's okay. Or do you buy the kitted bike, whatever that doesn't run, for five hundred bucks? <sighs> okay, so I'm gonna. Oh man, conditions the same. Conditions the same because it's like what's the what's the condition of the bike? It's like... I'd say a number two out of five. Okay. Condition's the same. 
And then, like, my next question after coming from there would be, what's the brand? Like, you don't have to give me a brand, but I'm just – Yeah, for you. Like, what my – how my thought process would go about All it. All right, let's, let's go – let's, let's process, just say for brand. Let's just you say – You don't got to say any. Like, I, I get what's going on. Yeah. You tell me one. So, I get it's – what's the condition of the bike is going to be my first question. Like, is it been sitting in the rain? Is it fucking thrashed? Like, it's a fucking bike with all the fancy parts, but it's been thrashed. Definitely don't want it. If – but, it's a, but you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, it could be all bad. It could be all good. Like, I don't know. If it's a stalker that's been thrashed, it's like, mm, I probably don't want that either. Not for five, at least it runs. Not for $500. So, my next, like I said, my next thought would be the brand. Because if it's like a brand that I'm like into or something that I need parts for or something I'm working on, like... Is oh. it good enough to part out? Oh, yeah, is it good enough for those parts that I might want to like scrounge and keep? So even if the Do you bike, have a customer for it, even the bike and everything else is shot, I can still keep a bunch of stuff that I could potentially use later. Yeah, see, I would think that, and it depends on the mood too. Am I am I in a flipping state? Do I got too many bikes in the garage? I I think my my debate would be how decked out. It's probably kitted and fucked already. You're gonna have to rebuy all the shit minus what. The pipe. The pipe, the carb, the, the carb, intake. The intake. Potentially the so clutch, potentially the reeds. Like So that, that money right there is saved. That's saving you a bunch of money. That's more than five hundred dollars worth of parts. Yeah. New. New. I'd almost take I think I would take the risk on the kitted bike. Yeah. If the if the condition's the same. Yeah. If they're both a ratty looking bike. Yeah. But if it's minty condition stalker that runs, yeah. Five hundred dollars yeah. I'm buying it. Yeah, no, no question. If the condition's kind of questionable, kind of be like whatever, I'm buying the kitted bike because if I get because the hard parts are there. Yeah, if I get a two hundred dollar pipe out of it, a fifty dollar intake, a fifty dollar carb to a hundred dollar carb, depending on what the fuck's on it, a hundred dollar clutch, cases, you know, all that yeah. shit's worth money. And then you're only in it for 500 bucks. Even if you had to replace all that shit, the cases and everything, yeah. like the, no. to buy the hard parts, you're still all, out, dude. All that. Cost more than five hundred dollars. If only, if the kit sees the pistons fucked and the clutch is shot, you can completely rebuild the bike with a new crank, bearings, seals, kit, clutch, and, and you're got a fully jacked out bike for under a thousand bucks. Yeah. If that, like, yeah, your goal is also, I guess, a thing in mind too. Like if you're looking to, you know, yeah, that could be a factor. But I still think you would go. I I still think I'll take the risk on the shit it out. Yeah. Kitted bike with all the good hard parts on yeah. it. Because, like, I did that kind of recently. I scored a pipe out of it. You know, I got upgraded a, card, 60 bucks. Intake, yeah. $55. Pipe, 100 bucks. Yeah, I got a shitty bike, but it came with like a built motor and a pipe. You know, I saved a bunch of money on some fancy parts that I still sit on the shelf that I can use later. And then if you can always part the rest of the shit out, you know, part shit out. Set you don't want. You're gonna put this in your Tomos box, your your fucking Tomos hoard box. You're trying to oh, unload. I'm to everybody. actually trying to unload some shit right now, dude. Who's trying to catch a deal out there? And fucking the deal wheel? today's deal of the day. Today's episode is sponsored by <laughs> Moped Money Podcast. Omar Thompson's Tomos Moped Emporium Special Deals. I don't even know if they knew my middle name, dude. I think it's out there now. I don't they know do. if I ever yeah, told we, anyone. We've talked about it. Whatever. Yeah. That's Omar. Because Ashley goes, Jason Omar. Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> She's never here. We She's babysitting kitties, man. I know. Have you seen that shirt that says, show me your kitties? And it's got somebody holding up two kitties. 
That's Show me your kitties. That's a good shirt. I need to rip that off. I like that one. I also like the uh, I wet my plants <laughs> shirt that's on Facebook or whatever. I'm like, man, I, that's so good. I need that one. I've never seen it. I can't bring myself to order it, though. That's pretty fucking good. Dude, it's good. Just uh, a plant. It's just, <laughs> I wet my plants. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb play, but it's great you completely lost track of what I was actually going to talk about oh, so where was I going I don't know what were we saying before this before I gotta stretch made, before you made weird jokes what, what were we saying what were we talking about does it matter no never <laughs> the only thing that matters right now is I'm out of Paps Blue Ribbon oh man out of beer out of here out of here I mean the fridge is full but what time is it anyway? It's late. Yeah, let's get out of here. Any other uh, emails for, before we roll out? Dude, no emails. Dude, no phone calls. Devin, thanks. Yeah, that Devin. Was, that was a fun topic. I'm glad we could get into it a little bit. I wish we could do more. We had more people to like really dive down the rabbit hole. And Devin, we appreciate you emailing into the show. And for you emailing in, we're going to fly you into the podcast. <laughs> On Be- your own dime. On your own dime. <laughs> we got a loner with your name on it. Yeah, we'll we'll have a uh, Geo Metro pick you up from the airport. No, that's real talk. You want to come to Richmond and hang out with us, uh, even during the pandemic? We got mopeds. We got moped riders. We got rivers. We got stuff to do. The river's good today, but we got a podcast. On, that podcast on Sunday. I got my dick wet in the river. So good. Yeah, come on, come on out to Richmond, have you a good time. Um, or don't. I don't care. I do want to try to take a road trip sometime soon, so let's maybe we'll figure that out. Well, I think podcast I podcast on the road? I think yeah, that'd be fun. We could take the fucking ro- the road with us and bang it out. All we need is a laptop and that and two mics. That's, That's probably all we need. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. That road trip, fun. play mopeds. If you want us to come visit your town and hang out and play mopeds, Hit us up at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. Or 804-938-9533. You don't remember. I think I got it right. 804-638-9533. That's our voicemail line. Uh, if you got... A that was pretty close. Yeah, you were pretty close. That's uh, Again, that's 638-9533. If you got a moped story or a moped fail or a question you'd like to ask us live... That was a pretty solid topic. Call it in or send us an email at mopedmoneypodcast at gmail.com. And we can get into that topic. We or, can or if you really want to ask live. the question live, send us some information so we can call you to ask the question. So you can ask yeah. the question live. We'll text you first. We'll give you a time. Yeah, give you a heads up. That'd be a fun episode. We'll just call a bunch of people, bang them out back to back. I, we could find a way to do it like where I make the call on silent so we don't have to keep ringing the whole time or just edit it later. Whatever. Something we could do. Pretty interesting. Well, I can text them. Uh, again, we are. We, we can have it. Ashley do it. <laughs> Make me do what? We can what? make Ashley do it. Make me do what? <laughs> um, for those who know, we can't make Ashley do anything. Um, episode 100 is coming. Again, we're going to be trying, oh, I can make her to, do trying to build this baller, fast Tomas motor to gift to some lucky winner of the raffle for episode 100. We also have a bunch of other things that we have to give away. Uh, Matt Brapper, is he going to send the intake for us? Uh, I think he said he had a 19 intake for the Gila. That's good. That means we need a 19 carburetor for the Gila. Um, if no one has one, I have a. I got a 19 OKO. I throw in. I I'm sure I have lots of shit, but I don't know what I have. I mean, it's OKO. It's just a tune. I the found the Kickstarter uh, lever parts. Okay. Yeah, I'll throw in that carb. That we got a carb OKO 24 or 19. I can't remember which size it is, but the OD is the same. Yeah. Only OKOs. Then we need reeds. Or do you? Or, uh, I guess that comes with the kit though. If we were, if we get somebody to donate the kit. 
Yeah. New Gila. Oh, we do need to send those emails to Treat and Dose and stuff. Blake, if you listen in. Dana. Yeah, yeah. We're going to we're gonna get on it. Um, If you guys are emailing or buying parts from Treats. Uh, send them a message for us. Tell them Open Money loves them. Um, also, tell them we got heard... these cheeseburgers, man. <laughs> Yo, I got these cheeseburgers. I heard, I heard that boy over there that thinks mopeds are dumb. Uh, has some t-shirts and stickers for sale, so check him out. Uh, he just did a new episode with uh, our homie from Modest Merch. Ooh. I'm ready. So he just sent us a bunch of stickers and so much stuff to give away. So how'd you get into mopeds? <laughs> Uh, well, first off, um, fuck, no, I'm just kidding. Mopeds are tight. I love mopeds. I'm going to do the counter shirt. Moped Money Pockets come out with a new shirt, guys. It says, mopeds are tight. Not dumb. They're fucking awesome. I love a moped. Ask me why. Just do a uh, picture of a moped from the rear, but have the exhaust be a little butthole. (laughs) Like, just sneak it in there. (laughs) Like, you see, like, would you even notice? (laughs) Dude, uh, Just like Photoshop a butthole on the exhaust. Back back in the day, the uh, they're like, oh yeah, I used to have one of those poop maxis back in the day. Oh poop. And maxi. meanwhile, there's like a hidden little butthole on the exhaust. Dude, that'd be a funny sticker. Just a just a, picture, just a butthole sticker. <laughs> just stick, start sticking buttholes and stuff at rallies. That's where all the shit comes out right here, bro. Dude, that'd be a sick rally. You know, your bike, your bike's the shit. You slap a butthole on someone's bike at a rally. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so they stuck a porn sticker on my bike one time, like a fucking legit porn advertisement. I'm like, yeah, I like, it, I like it. Fuckers, man. I hate people putting stickers on my shit. <laughs> Gotta get magnets that come off easier. Something, man. I don't know. Just piss in my gas tank. Don't put a fucking sticker on my tank. <laughs> that I can deal with. I don't know why. I just can't fucking stand. It's like vandalism. Motherfucking vandalism. It's dumb. It really is. Anyway, All fuck right. your car. Ride a moped. Thanks Brr. for listening. So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? Brr.